Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the First Things First podcast. Of First Things On the First Things First podcast, every week we have amazing, interesting, fascinating guests, and we just sit down and we just talk about... We just talk about Jesus. We just talk about uh, the good that he's done in our lives, the story of how we came to faith in Christ. We talk about what it's like to, to live in shallow water, Texas, what it's like to go to, uh, to first shallow water. And uh, my favorite thing about this podcast, though, is that we have, these, we have these really fascinating, interesting people telling their amazing stories. But these are people who might live next door to you, right? They might sit next to you at church. And, and you may never have heard the amazing stories that people have. So that's my favorite thing. And, uh, and, and really selfishly, I started this podcast because I just wanted to get to know people in our church and I was a new pastor. And, uh, and it's just been such a blessing for me to, to have all these conversations. And then for those conversations to actually go out in the world and do good things, like that's the, a blessing. I don't know how God does that stuff, but he does. So today uh, we have an amazing, fascinating, interesting guest and I'm so excited to to welcome Jessica Glower, uh, Gower. There's no G. See, I, I knew I was gonna mess it up. There's no L. <laughs> Jessica Gower. Uh, she told me that it rhymes with power. Gower power. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's what I should have remembered. <laughs> so Jessica Gower is on the podcast with us today. Uh, Jessica, um, I'm I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for doing this. What do people need to know about you? You you said that you listen to the podcast. Yes. Is that right? Okay, yes, love the podcast. So, is there a favorite episode that you would point to, or there may be more than one, but just... There's definitely more than one, but definitely um, Denise Laverty's is oh. one of my top favorites. Yeah. yeah. Well, Denise is one of our favorite yes. people. Agreed. Uh, but but also her story, yes. it's like out of a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. what God has done in her mm-hmm. life. So that was that's one of my favorite yeah, ones, one of my too. Favorites, so, okay, but t- tell us about yourself. What do what does everybody need to know about you? Talk about your family. You know, what do you do? What do you, what sure. do people need to know? Sure, yeah. So I am an LPC, a licensed professional counselor. I work from home for yeah. Talkspace. It's like an online counseling. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. Awesome. Um, love it. And um, I also teach a two-year-old class here at Arcadio, which yes. is why I look like I've been crying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I love those babies. Yeah, and God, but God bless you because can I just say I love them too, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but spending that like amount of time with them mm-hmm. is not everyone can do that and do that well. So God bless you for doing yes. that, and we appreciate yes. you very much. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it's been a blessing. Um, so I do that, and then I have a husband, Jared, who mm-hmm. works at UMC. That's actually how we got introduced to this church and uh-huh. and the wonderful friends that we've made is because Jared and Denise work together. Oh, good. Yeah, they're yeah. both pharmacists there. Yeah. And um, we have two um, littles, Jackson and Laura. They're awesome. five and three, yeah. so they're fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're in that crazy yes. stage of life where you're, you know, where you're chasing kids around all the time. Yes, yeah. we can see like we're starting to get those like hours where they'll play together by themselves, and oh. we just kind of look around. That's like, new. What do we do? Yeah. Okay, we can finish a load of laundry. What's uh-huh. this like? <laughs> So um, we we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. 
Yeah. Let me tell you what else happens as they get a little older. I remember this so clearly. There was this day when uh, Amy and I, we okay, we were in the living room and we were watching Hannah Montana, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. and laughing and watching. You know, are you? Do you know Hannah Montana? Are you I'm too? F- I'm too old yeah. for Hannah Montana, uh, but I know who she is. I th- was about to say, yes. I think you're too young. But <laughs> no, no, thank but, you, but no. <laughs> but Hannah Montana. So we're watching Hannah Montana, okay, and laughing and cutting up. And we looked around, and Carson was not in the room. It was just Amy and I watching Hannah Montana. So that's what kids do to your brain. Yes, you know, yeah. you, you know. I remember Phineas and Ferb. We watched. Mm-hmm. We were huge fans of Phineas mm-hmm. and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Started watching it only because of our kids. But then yeah. sometimes when they weren't there, we would still watch it. So yes, they yeah. kids really do twist your brain yes, up. Yes, they that do. Way. Yeah, <laughs> but it is glorious when they start to do their own thing, and you have to watch them all the time. Yes, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So L- LPC. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, where. Uh, so where did you where did you get your degree okay. like where did you study yeah so I got my master's at Wayland awesome yeah, yeah 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 so you had you know oh gosh I run down the list but uh, the Collins yes. Collins is yep. okay yep. very mm-hmm. good yeah yep, uh, really like my daughter graduated from Wayland yes. I got her undergraduate there in psychology oh, and cool. so she's at uh, lcu right now working on her lpc oh awesome so, that's awesome yeah congrats yeah. to her she's very excited about that yeah. field of study yes you know so uh so got your master's at, at wayland yes awesome awesome yeah. we're grad at tech and that's where um jared and i met and um, i went to south plains too so yeah kind of yeah went awesome. everywhere all yeah. over the west texas yeah. <laughs> for school <laughs> but yeah yeah and we um like after school uh jared was getting his um pharmacist degree uh so we went to dallas for him to do part of that yeah two years in amarillo two years in dallas and then we ended up being in dallas in the fort worth area for about um is that 10 12 years something like wow. that a yeah. lot longer than we had thought we would be there right. but once we had babies we were like okay we want to the schools were too big and yes right. family too far away yeah and yeah. all those things so we really by, I mean, really, the Holy Spirit, I feel like, intervened and put us in shallow water because we looked all in Lubbock and right. all those different places, and we fell in love with the house, and that's, that's, that's that. And that's then Denise, and Jer- Denise trained Jared, and yeah. here we are. That's so cool, <laughs> yeah. man. That's so, well, we're so glad that you guys are out here. Yeah. So, and uh, I've got lots more to talk to you about yes. as an LPC. Yes. We're gonna, now, uh, uh, the, uh, the grief... The grief share. Yes. Are you you're you're doing this uh, grief share? Or it's not grief share, right. but it's a it's a grief uh, grief group. Group. Yes, yeah. and it's it's not going to be a. We kind of just decided that it's not going to be a true, like um, group therapy. Right. Um, group because we have twenty people signed up, which I'm, yes. I was shocked about. Um, right. You know. In my head, I was like, "No one's gonna sign up," um, but so we're we're changing that a little bit. So it's really going to be very laid back more discussion yeah. and we'll break into like small groups and stuff like that but yeah. yeah grief group grief is um has a special place in my my heart um 
Well, and I'll wait till you ask that yeah, question. That's then, good. And then I'll that's get in good. There. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. I'm so thankful yeah. that you're doing that, though. And yeah. you know, when we when Anna said, "Hey, we're going to do this," mm-hmm. so my hope was that we would have like five or six people mm-hmm. that would sign up for yes. it. You know, because I knew we had some folks in our church that were yeah. that were walking through that that could benefit from you know mm-hmm. being with a group of folks. And mm-hmm. actually, there was a, a lady in our church who had lost her husband who had mm-hmm. talked several times about doing something about mm-hmm. us doing something. So mm-hmm. so I'm so thankful that we were finally yeah. doing it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I had no idea that we would have 20 people sign up and, and I'm so excited that we're doing that. I want to thank you personally for, for, for that. So, uh, if you're listening and you're like, Oh, a, a grief group, I feel like I need that. And, but you didn't sign up. Okay. Uh, don't, don't worry about that. We're, this is not the only time we're going right. to offer this. We're going to come back around. In mm-hmm. fact, we're even talking about maybe, a one for kids, mm-hmm. a, a, a kids mm-hmm. grief group, because we have children in our community right. that are dealing with loss. So anyway, so there's a lot of stuff coming up in the future with regard to this thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and so stay tuned. Yes. Uh, so we're excited. But thank you <laughs> yes. so much for your yeah. leadership in that. Well, Appreciate it is that. definitely a step out in faith on my end. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's been pushing me to do something like that for a while. So. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you're that you're listening. So, uh, so let me let's just jump into it. before we kind of get into your faith story. Mm-hmm. Though you mentioned that y'all have been in the Dallas area, mm-hmm. Fort Worth area, and you moved back here to be closer to family. So, are yes. are you guys from around here? Okay, so I grew up in Littlefield. Okay, don't hold it against me. Well, Shallow Water friends, we you know <laughs> Littlefield. We don't have a. If you were from Abernathy, we would have to have a conversation, <laughs> right? Or if you're from Idaho, yes, then yeah. there might be a problem. Yeah. But Littlefield, not that big. Of well, a deal. see, when I grew up, we were all in the same district. Okay. Yeah. So there was definitely so there some was tension. animosity. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> tension. Well, so you grew up in in Littlefield. Littlefield yes. Okay. And my husband he, Jared's from Plainview. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. What's his last name? Gower. Okay. Well, Gower. Of course, it's Gower. <laughs> you looked at me like, uh, it's Gower. What, what was I thinking? I'm just trying to think if I know any of his yes. people because we lived yes. in Plainview for. We moved there maybe in 2014, mm-hmm. and we lived there for gosh till I came here. So seven years. Yeah. You know. So he and his brothers would have all have graduated before that. Before that. Yeah. Okay. And his mom works. Um, worked. She's retired now. Um, Marcy. She's precious. Yeah. And just a little. Oh, she's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> Um, if you have littles, um, she has a YouTube channel that's, um, what's it called? Um, oh, birds with Marmy. Oh, it's precious. Okay. So here's what, here's what's going to happen. We're going to put a link to birds with Marmy in the, in the episode. We're going to put a link to the YouTube channel in the description of this episode. So if you're listening, look at the description of the episode and you'll see the link Mm -hmm. in there. Click on that. So you can check Mm -hmm. that out. That's awesome. She made it during... Um, the lockdowns and right. stuff for her grandbabies and right. like read books and like did, oh, it's just, it's really sweet. That's so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So, but I loved Plainview. I mean, we loved living there. Yeah, and in fact, my, my daughter's uh, husband, he works uh, at an accounting firm oh, okay. there and, uh, and that's probably going to be where they end up settling, yeah. you know, once she yeah. kind of gets done with uh, with with her school, mm-hmm. so uh, so we 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 love Plainview. That's mm-hmm. the longest when we moved there. Carson, our oldest daughter, had been to. She was in the eighth grade, okay, and she had been at that point. I think she had been to like five different schools, and so when we moved to Plainview, I looked at it and I said, "Look, you, 
you were going to graduate from high school, you know, from, from, from here while we were living in Plainview. Mm-hmm. I promise we're not moving again. And, uh, and so she really did kind of grow up there. That's the yeah. longest she ever lived in one place. Mm-hmm. And, and she went to Wayland. So she, you know, she was there, you know, after mm-hmm. she graduated. Mm-hmm. So it was really a wonderful, wonderful time for our yeah. family. So. so Jared's mom, she um, was a counselor at the school. Oh, good. Um, one of the junior has, I believe, or maybe even the, I can't remember what they call the, intermediate one now but yeah maybe it's intermediate but she, okay she worked there that's yeah. awesome i'm i know we know some of the same Somebody people I, yeah to. because yeah. it's just a small enough town <laughs> yes. you know so that's good well okay so so go ahead and talk about your faith story T- sure. tell tell me how how did you how did you come to that place in your life where you knew you needed to surrender your heart mm-hmm. and life to christ who were some mm-hmm. people involved mm-hmm. like what did that look like for you so um i grew up in a christian home um my parents, um, they, I would, I distinctly remember, like we always went to church, but it wasn't like, um, like a serious part of our life. Um, yeah. and well, not, I don't want to say a serious part of it, but it was, um, just kind of something you did yes, on Sundays. Just something what we did. Yes. Yeah. But I have distinct memories of after they went on their walks to walk to Emmaus, yeah, walk to Emmaus that then it became like our, you know, we, we started to identify like find our identity in Christ um, after that. Like I remember it being a pretty dramatic shift. Um, Can I just, mm -hmm. let me say one thing over and over again during the course of this podcast, I have had people talk about the profound difference that a walk to Emmaus Mm -hmm. made in their lives, like Mm -hmm. over and over again. And Mm so, uh, so I've never been on a walk to Emmaus and I want to, there, there, we have some folks who go to our church who are like Mm -hmm. leaders in, in that. And, um, and I, I need to go on a walk, but, but I would just want to tell everyone who's listening, uh, that, that has been a tool that the Lord has used in so many lives. Mm-hmm. And I want to highly encourage you to, to investigate going on a walk to Emmaus mm-hmm. if you're listening to this. So, and we've got people in our church that can, that can help make that happen. Make so, happen. yeah. So, but you've never been on one either. No, I haven't. Wow, okay. But right. I am going to soon. Yeah. Like yes. It's, it's time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll be on the same maybe. one. Yeah. All right. Ooh, that would be fun. So, okay. So you, you, your parents mm-hmm. had this p- powerful experience mm-hmm. on a walk to mm-hmm. a maze, changed the way they approached mm-hmm. their faith. Yes. Okay. So, yes. so keep going with your story. Um, so then it was kind of the, like, you know, I believed in God and I believed in Jesus um, and I accepted him in, into my heart, but I don't think I surrendered my life to him. You know, um, yeah. I grew up Methodist, so we all did that class, you know, at about yeah, a certain yeah. age. Confirmation. Where, yes, yeah. confirmation and all of that. Um, and in high school, I was really either really on fire for the Lord or, you know, a big old hypocrite right. um, down the dirt road with, you know. Yeah. A drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. It was. Uh, I oscillated between those two, um, and then in college, really um, put my faith on the back burner. And um, you know, it's a. I really feel like me and Jared meeting when we met was a, a God thing because neither mm-hmm. one of us were really um, focusing on the Lord at all. Um, yeah. And uh, but that's that's when we met, and then got married, and we kind of started going to church. And when we moved to um, Fort Worth in Dallas, we started going a little bit more, but it still was, you know, I hate the term lukewarm Christian, but that's yeah. what we were. Right. You know, we believed, um, but it was still kind of our parents' faith, yes. you know, um, yeah. and then... Um, you kind of were, mm-hmm. you kind of were going to church mm-hmm. 
because that's kind of what you felt like people were supposed to do. That's what we do. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're Christians. So we go to church. Yes. That kind right. of thing. And we definitely like, we were kind of waxing away and like, we'd get like, we need to start reading the Bible more and like doing these kinds of things. Um, and we would do it for a little while, but then, yeah. you know, kind of, um, oscillate back the other direction, the other direction. Um, and then we started, um, trying to start a family Yeah, and, um, it took longer than we thought it was going to. Yeah. And, um, we've been trying for a couple of years and went to the doctor and we both, um, there was nothing wrong with us. It's like, un, I can't remember what it's called, but it was both healthy numbers, all good and everything. And the doctor was saying at this point, since y'all tried for so long and nothing has happened, we probably need to do like IUI yeah. or something like that. And, um, so then I had, you know, kind of started praying a little bit more fervently yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, um, just praying about that. And we were supposed to start our first IUI cycle in November of 2016. Um, but we found out we were pregnant on our own. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just a complete miracle. Um, but unfortunately we, we lost, um, our first child, her, um, sorry, hit the table. Um, uh, our daughter, Brenna, uh, she was born, still born on April, uh, 13th, 2017. Um, and we were devastated and we thought that, uh, she was an answer to our prayers. Um, and, uh, there was just, uh, honestly, uh, the thing that I can say about it now is that God has used her life, um, to bring me closer to him. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about this, just kind of thinking about what I was going to say leading up to this and, you know, time now exists in my head, um, before Brenna and after Brenna, right. you know, yeah. and, um, <laughs> I'd always kind of been curious about like, you know, AD, like after death, like after Christ's death, you know, like right. the reason we do that is because it was such a big deal, right? right. right? It was an earth shattering shift. Right. And even though it's like, you know, not everyone believes we still talk about it that way. And then that's kind of what it was for us. Just this, you know, foundation changing, mm-hmm. moving loss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So gosh, you, she was, how far along were you? I was 28 weeks. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And we had, um, like my fluid was low, but not like it was on the low end of normal. So there wasn't any like signs that anything was wrong. Yeah. Um, we just, I couldn't feel her move in one day. Um, well actually it was a couple of days that I was kind of worried about it and then finally went to the doctor and Gosh. Yeah. 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 So that, that experience. Mm-hmm. So when we've had, we've had other, other folks on the podcast, mm-hmm. we've had, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not the same experience, but, but kind of mm-hmm. similar in some ways experience. Um, and I know there's folks who are listening, who have mm-hmm. been through, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so can you talk a little bit about how you guys process that and mm-hmm. what, what role did your faith play mm-hmm. as you're trying to walk through that grief? Yes. So, um, we found out she was gone on, um, 
Thursday on a Thursday and then delivered her the next day, which was Good Friday. Right. Oh my um, gosh. And so when we got home, we decided to watch church online. Um, and I, I mean, I just bawled and bawled and bawled, um, because I'd never seen the sacrifice, um, that Jesus made for what it really was, um, yeah. you know, and the pain that his mother and God, you know, that they, they felt how I felt, oh, wow. you know, watching, watching their baby, their baby, mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of the beginning. Um, but also when we were in the hospital, there's a program and they have it here in Lubbock too, um, called hope mommies and what yeah. they do. Yes. Yeah. They send poor, sweet mamas and, um, their families whenever they lose a baby. Um, it's really hard to leave empty handed. And so they make, um, they make these hope, they're called hope boxes mm-hmm. and they have, um, different things in it. Like, um, we were able to get her footprints and a lock of her hair yeah. and hand, you know, that kind of stuff that you don't, cause you're in, I mean, it's a, tra- it's a traumatic, it was for me, it was a traumatic experience. Um, I've done a lot of therapy over it, um, right? but, um, you don't think about those kinds of things. Like you don't, and you know, like back in the day, they didn't even let you see them. Right. They just took them, you know, but now they have like cold cots and stuff like that. So you can spend more time with your baby and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um, but they also put in there like, um, devotionals, Bibles, yeah. pamphlets, stuff that pointing people to the word mm-hmm. and to truth. Um, and they also have a support group, um, and wow. the one in the one in Fort, the chapter in Fort Worth had a support group. I don't miss, I don't think the one here does, but, um, I got really involved in that. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people like sometimes grief like that really can put a strain on your marriage, but it really, yeah. Jared and I really leaned into one another and leaned on, you know, we, well, before we left the hospital, we said, we will not let this, we're not going to let her death, um, have any kind of negative connotation on us. You know, we're going to, we're only going to be able, we're going to speak life. Right. You know, and this is going to move us forward and we're going to grow and be better. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, God has, even though, you know, I still feel incredibly sad. I, I mean, I really genuinely do think about her every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, God has been so gentle and, um, he's been there, you mm-hmm. know, and he showed up when I've needed him and he's good, yeah. even though that was awful. And right. it's, you know, he, there aren't any words to really describe, I mean, really any kind of loss. It's, it's against what God intended for us. Right. Yes. Right. Um, so it, it is heart, heartbreaking and earth shattering, but I can see now that the tapestry that God has woven in, I've been able to walk with friends who've lost babies and children. Yeah. Um, and, and he also, when, whenever I got pregnant with Jackson, my oldest, uh-huh. um, one of my hope mommy friends, um, we got pregnant at the same time. We were yeah. about two weeks apart and we had picked this, um, cause we, they call babies after losses, rainbow babies. Yeah. Um, and we had both seen the same, and we didn't even know each other yet at this point, but we bought 
this rainbow onesie that said hello sunshine and we both bought it as an act of faith right. that we would that one day one day there would be another yes yeah. yeah met each other started like walking together just to get out and move and then we're like oh hey i'm pregnant <gasps> i just found out i am too yeah you know? and right then, and then walked that terrifying road together so yeah. you know god provided that you know um, yeah that's something, and you know, that, that's something only the, the Lord could do. I mean, how in the world, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 you met this person, you guys got pregnant right around the same time. You had both bought this, you know, onesie on faith, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was like all these little ways that the Lord mm-hmm. was saying, no, I see you, right? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I care about you. Yes. And, and I love how the Lord does that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even in the midst of unimaginable grief, you mm-hmm. You'll see these, you know, these things will happen and you'll, and you'll be like, oh, that's, yeah, that's the Lord reminding mm-hmm. me that he's got me mm-hmm. and that he loves me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so grateful for those moments. I yeah. really am. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. We, when it was funny too, cause, um, uh, we lived in Fort, the Fort Worth area and they were like, uh, my friend Amanda, she was like five blocks from our house. Right. Like, and we never would have met, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if God hadn't put, put us together. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that all, that all, uh, that experience is what caused you to really get serious about pursuing mm-hmm. your relationship with Christ. Yes. So what, what, uh, what changed? Like what were, uh, like uh, tangibly, I mean, because you, you said y'all were going to church, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but, so what, 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 what really changed when you decided that you were going to really get serious and really commit your life to serving Christ? And honestly, faith honestly mm-hmm. was the faith piece. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I feel like he's still molding me and shaping me, yeah, which, teaching. you know, yeah. I, I think one of the things that I've, that the Lord has developed in me is the awareness that I don't have to be, um, cause I'm a person who likes to have things perfect yeah, right. and, um, not in the middle. Like I don't like growing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to be there. Right. Um, but the, the thing that I'm, I think he's really, I mean, and like I said, even today really showing me is that I don't have to be perfect because he is. Yes. And I can show up in faith and I can, cause I think that was one of the things that kept getting in the way of my consistency with my faith was right. I would mess up. Yeah. You know, I would sin or I would skip a Sunday or, right. and then I'd be like, well, might as well just. That's right. Might mm-hmm. as well just. It's kind of. I do that with cookies. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, I did it with cookies last weekend. <laughs> but I'll do really good, like, you know, with my eating plan, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then, you know, we'll go to a restaurant or something, and I'll and I'll get off the plan, and then I'm like, well, since I'm already off, I'm already you know, off. and yes. then you, I just. To, you know, go off the rails yeah. completely, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but th- it's, it's good that you brought that up because the, the reality is that's just a microcosm of how we often just act in our lives and with our faith. And, mm-hmm. and I think you're right. Like we, we get, we mess up and get discouraged mm-hmm. and feel defeated. Mm-hmm. And then that causes us to then cycle into this just self-defeating, yes. you know, behavior. And, and we just kind of, we just kind of, you know, go all the way off into that mm-hmm. for a period of time. Yes. And, and the only real way to get off of that train, that crazy train, is is when we acknowledge, right, that that the that the Lord is good and that He loves us, mm-hmm. and that uh, and you know, and that w- when we mess up, He invites us. He he's not 
he's not he didn't cast us aside when right. we messed up. He didn't, right. you know, he's still there, like, you know, inviting mm-hmm. us into his arms. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other part of that is the, is, you know, he's not, he's not holding this standard up and like, you know, stern face, like you should, you got to meet this standard. Like he, he has this way that he wants for us to live, but it's because that's the way to life, you know? <laughs> and so when we mess up, it's not like, well, I've disappointed you, and so now I just should. Yes. You know, it's more like no, no, okay, all right. We we, we made a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. But but uh, but but stick close to me because I'm, mm-hmm. I want to I, I want to continue to lead you to to life. And yes. Same kind of it's the same kind of thing we have as parents. You know, we <laughs> if our kids mess up, like we don't want for them to think, well, I've disappointed you, so now I'm just going to move out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you would they would never do that, and you would <laughs> never expect that, right? right? You. No. When when they mess up, you're like, okay, let's dust ourselves off and 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 we're gonna learn from this and grow from this, but but stay close to me because yes. I'm gonna help you, you know. Yes. Yes. And I think that's that's sometimes what we don't imagine. We don't think about faith in those terms a lot mm-hmm. of times. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. yeah, that's good. So so you you you're you you understood right? You you that. Uh, what I was, who I was before, my life needs to change. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. because what I was before was a person who was not, uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really committed mm-hmm. to having a relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. Mm-hmm. So, but so now I'm going to really commit to having a relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. So, uh, and 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 faith is what really kind of rooted, grounded you. So, what are some things that you did in your life mm-hmm. that kind of helped you in that season grow in your faith? Yes. So, like I said, there were several devotionals that the Hope Mommy's Box had, and that we right. did, and yeah. then I volunteered heavily with them, yeah, right. and was real active in their program, and just then helping other mamas who mm-hmm. had recently lost babies, um, like walk through that and. Um, and that's why I feel so strongly about, um, well, I think the Lord has put it on my heart so strongly yeah. to do this grief group because I, I truly believe the only way that we are, like iron sharpens iron. Like yes. we, we have to be willing to do the work and be uncomfortable and mm-hmm. do that. Um, cause I think that also like it, there was accountability there. Right. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to say a couple of things because this is really good. This is really powerful. Uh, that I, I think are really important in your story, and I want to make sure that everybody's heard them because because I know there are people who are right now, right? They're going through something that's mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. crushing and and painful and difficult mm-hmm. as what you experience mm-hmm. in your life, and they feel that that feeling of just being completely uprooted. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, the way forward in our relationship with Christ is to to do a few things, right? First. Go to the Word of God, mm-hmm. right? You you mentioned you had these devotionals mm-hmm. that were in mm-hmm. the and th- those devotionals anchored you in yes. Scripture, and so you went to the truths of Scripture, right? Yes. So, go to the Word of God. Second thing, um, you know, really, um, I, I want to say pray, but sometimes I think we don't we don't understand what prayer is. <laughs> so, uh, so oh. what I'm talking about is relationship with God. Yes, I wrestled yeah. with Him during yes. that season. Right. I mean, really and truly wrestled, you know, how can, how can your plans be for my good? Yes. If this is what's going to happen. Right. How can we wait for so long? Yeah. And then this happened, we get pregnant and then it, and then you take her and you know, even that, like you taking her had to wrestle with that. Yeah. He didn't take her. What, what does that mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, like all, all yes. I, uh, conversations. Yeah. And wrestling and not being afraid to 
And I think that's too like that perfectionism. I didn't ever feel like I could right. give him my ugly. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but like I'm that way with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, I want people to oh. like me, to respect <laughs> me, right? I don't, so I don't like to. Sh- I don't like to let people see where I'm struggling. Even p- people closest to me, I have a tr- hard time mm-hmm. with. Same. So in my relationship with God, it was really that way. I was never mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So this is so beautiful that you're talking about this because you go go to scripture, right? Mm-hmm. But then the other part is we have to have a relationship with God. Now that involves any like any relationship that involves like talking and listening to God, mm-hmm. and and it also involves making yourself vulnerable and being honest. Yes. You, you, we, we don't have intimacy with someone that we are not being honest with. Mm-hmm. Intimacy requires vulnerability. Yes. And so when we're mad, when we're angry, you know, mm-hmm. when we're hurt, yes. we have to, we have to say that we have to voice that we have to, we have to be honest with God about that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so go to scripture, right. Pray, right. Turn to God, you know. Um, but, but then the last thing, and this is so important serve Hmm. because there's no uh, the essential characteristic of God what is his servant hearted right Uh, Jesus Paul says to the church in Philippi I want you to have the same mind as Christ who did not consider equality with God something to be grasped but rather humbled himself to the point of being a slave yes made himself obedient to God even unto death on the cross, mm-hmm. right? So the, the essential characteristic of Jesus was service, yes. right? And so we can't know God. We can't be all that God has asked us to be, called us to be, unless we are serving others. That's a, like a key component of it. And so the way out of, and it's I, I don't want to say the way out of grief, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we think of grief as this thing that we've got to like Finish. get through, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh my wife, so today is the three-year anniversary of my wife's sister dying of cancer. And uh, it was my first day on the job here at First Shallow Water. And, uh, and I was in the, a leadership team meeting. We had a leadership team meeting that night, and I got the call and uh, drove you know, to Abilene to be with the family. So this, this is the three-year anniversary, right? Um, and, uh, and, you know, what we, gosh, what we, you know, experienced you know like just kind of walking through that together and even you know thinking today about all of that you know uh being reminded of you know of all of that uh you know when you're one of the things that we learned amy read a book when she was really going through you know you know trying to process everything and the book described the grief as a garden that we curate that we tend and I thought that was really beautiful yeah. because it's not something that we're supposed to like get through and leave behind. Right. You're, we're going to, we're going to, what we're supposed to do is sit with it mm-hmm. and allow the Lord to make it into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, oh man, that's so good. So, so, you know, so I don't want to describe <laughs> grief as something that we right. just get through, but, mm-hmm. but there's no way forward from the point where we're grieving. There's no way forward apart from serving mm-hmm. that's that that's what god uses in our lives mm-hmm. because it's this it's it is his heartbeat yes and so when we do it we we we're being like him yes. and we're grow and we're getting to know him more you know so uh i tell people it's like uh you know uh 
when you're uh, when you're a kid and like you know my dad I remember my dad was a JCPenney store manager and uh, so retail like he loved it he really loved that and I remember when I was a kid he would bring the videos home where all of the different vendors were talking about the different clothes and he he would watch them and I would sit and watch them with them and we would talk about those clothes I think that would be that's cool people will buy that you know and and we bonded over that because that's what that's what he did, you know, mm-hmm. for a living. And so when we mm-hmm. talked about it, it was a real bonding experience mm-hmm. for the two of us. It's the same when we serve, because mm-hmm. that's who God is. So mm-hmm. when we serve, we get to know the heart of our Father, you yes. know. And uh, so anyway, so thank you for like bringing that up. Those those three things, you know, rest talking to God honestly, going to Scripture and rooting yourself there, right, <laughs> and and serving other people. That's that's how that's how we commit ourselves to faith in Christ mm-hmm. and it's how we walk through really painful mm-hmm. difficult times in our lives. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. man, that's good stuff. Thanks for that truth. Yeah. So you so you had, you know, that experience you um <clears throat> you walk you kind of walked through that experience and I'm assuming like in Fort Worth like you had like a, a pretty tight knit group of folks that you have been serving with and serving. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. So talk about like moving well and to honest, Lubbock. So it, you know, Dallas is like such a, like a place you land for a little bit and then you go, yeah, not a single one of my like core group people lives there still. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it all, is kind of like that. They have all moved. So, yeah. and, and my, the closest, my closest friend, Amanda, they're in Alabama. Oh, okay. So we, yeah. we're, we just talk, you know, text randomly yeah, and, right. you know, yeah. at that point now, but, and I think that's, um, one of the things that God has truly blessed us with here in shallow water, like it, it really feels like we're developing like our, our, our friendships, you yeah, know, here. People. Yes. Our people. And, yeah. um, yeah, so we're, we've been so happy to yeah. be down here and making the friends friendships that we have been. And I, you know, I think that's another thing sometimes that we, that we don't think about enough, maybe, especially when we're going through really difficult, painful mm-hmm. times, right? we, I mean, we really need community. We were made for that. Yes. And so, so you found community in mm-hmm. in that that hope for mommies group, mm-hmm. and you guys found it in a church. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you know, but uh, but well, and and I do think that that's what that's one of the wonderful things and important things about being a part of a church, being a part of the body of Christ wherever mm-hmm. you are. Is is that you know mm-hmm. we need each other. Mm-hmm. We were we were built for that. Built we're built for, for community. Yes. So, uh, so it, it's, it is super important. Anybody who's out there, who's, you know, working through, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sorrow, grief, you know, mm-hmm. um, you, you need community, you need people. Mm-hmm. So, yes. and the good, no, uh, you know, obviously I'm the pastor for shallow water, so I'm biased, but, but I really believe that we have a group of folks at our church that are super good at that. Yes. You know? Yeah. I would say, so last year on Brenna's anniversary, her birthday, um, I was talking about it and sharing with our life group. Yeah. Um, and the Millers um, yeah. gave me some in, like completely new insight that I had never heard, never right. thought of that has really completely shifted a lot of my outlook on mm. where Brenna is. And, you yeah. know, because, and, the, you know, they're, um, they do math and numbers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, yeah. They were he, they were showing me a job, um, yeah. and how you know when when all that was said and done, the Lord doubled all of except yes. for the kids, right? Yeah. He had seven before, and then he had seven, seven more, after, yeah. right? But everything else was doubled, uh-huh. and that and they pointed out to me that's because those other seven still 
they're in heaven. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not gone. Right. They're not gone. Yeah. You know, so that, that number was double and that, yeah. that has given me so much. How cool is Like it? peace. Yeah. Um, and you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have garnished that little nugget, you know, if I, one hadn't have gone to life group and two not have been vulnerable and, yeah. you know, shared your that's, story. that's something else that the Lord has because that perfectionism stuff, like I don't always like to share and I don't think right. I can serve cause I'm not perfect. Right. Um, you know, taking that away and letting me ask, actually ask for help. You know, counselors yes. aren't very good at that apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pastors aren't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that's something else that the Lord has, has been teaching me. Yeah. That's, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, also, seven is the Hebrew number for perfection. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's the number that ref, that, um, uh, that uh, is often used to talk about the things of God, you know, mm-hmm. there's seven days in a week, mm-hmm. you know, there's, mm-hmm. so you see that number seven popping mm-hmm. up all throughout scripture, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so, you know, it's amazing how, you know, that was one of the things. So Job has got this, his family is complete, like mm-hmm. fully complete. Yeah. You know, that's what that number means. Mm-hmm. And then it's gone. gone. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, a lot of us, have have been through circumstances that where we understand how that that feels mm-hmm. to feel like that you finally like gotten to this mm-hmm. point where where everything's right everything's mm-hmm. perfect everything's good and then something happens is it just completely blows up in our face mm-hmm. and it's gone and uh and what what you see in Job is that God's not finished right you know? yeah so uh that his his completion his you know is is he's still working mm-hmm. you know toward mm-hmm. that and and that's a man. That's a good word. Yeah, that's a really good word. So, uh, so you're you're rooted here in in the church. Have have some good friends, connections in your life group. Um, what do you feel like that the Lord is really teaching you right now? What do you feel like? Where do you feel like you're growing? What do you feel like you're learning right now? Um, still pushing me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and teaching me that I don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and then also to just, I, the thing that I think he's teaching me right now, um, is to let things go. Yeah. Um, cause I'm going to bring up my sweet little two year olds again. Yes. You got to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let it go. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they don't have to be perfect and sure, you know, they're, they're not going to nap. <laughs> yeah, some days yeah, it's not going to happen. Just not gonna yeah, nap. yeah. And be okay yeah. with things not being the way I think they should be. Right. Um, I think that's I think that's the current lesson. <laughs> oh man, so many of us and so many of the people who've been on this podcast have shared that they have, you know, they have that struggle. They have you know control mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. want everything to be right. Mm-hmm. And and I'm uh, you know my wife you know is definitely uh, you know she's so wonderful at like managing things and organizing things and, you know, keeping our lives all running. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she really does struggle when things get off of that mm-hmm. track, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, and she'd be the first to tell you that, you know, yeah. uh, and, and it really is a spiritual exercise sometimes because, you, because our problem is that it's a pride issue. Like we, we, we falsely believe that we have any control. Oh, yes. <laughs> When we when we don't mm-hmm. you know at all, mm-hmm. the Lord God is the only one mm-hmm. who has yes. any control, and so so our lives are just this constant process of surrendering to His control. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, but man, that's a tough. It is a tough one. Every time you preach on surrender, I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. here's another little part. <laughs> I hadn't quite let that go. Yet. 
<laughs> one more. Well, get in there. And I'm convinced, and, and just over the course of my life, I'm convinced that that word surrender, that, well, for faith, there are two things that are required for faith. Humility. Mm-hmm. Because we have to be able to say, I need the mm-hmm. Lord. I, yes. I can't do this on my own. I've tried. I've failed. I, you know, I, I need rescue. I need the Lord to rescue me. You know? So we have to have humility. Uh, but the other part of faith is surrender. B- because, because we have to acknowledge that we can't do it. But then we have to take our life, our stuff, and we have to put it into his hands. You know, uh, we've got to give ourselves over to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I believe that that word surrender is like the, it's like one of the core things about being a Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, it's why so many people have a hard time with, with really becoming a Christian. It's mm-hmm. so much easier, for example, to think of being a Christian as, here's a list of things I have to do, and here's a list of things I'm not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And if I do more of these than yes. I do of these, right, then I'm a Christian. Right. That's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, surrender is so much harder. It's yeah. so much harder for us to take our, our, our lives, our desires, mm-hmm. our hopes, our mm-hmm. dreams, our families. Mm-hmm. It's so much harder to take all of that mm-hmm. and to put it into the hands of the Lord and say, I'm giving this to you. Yes. Yeah. That's much more painful, Way much more difficult. Yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> But it's much more beautiful too, right? Because yes. he really is the only one who's capable of caring. Mm-hmm. We're not, mm-hmm. but we we think we are. We oh, tell yeah. ourselves we are. Oh yeah, you know. So man, <laughs> I, I listen. I'm I'm there all the time. The reason I talk about surrender lives because it's hard, so hard for me, and the Lord yeah. just convicts me of it all the time. Yeah. So that's why you know we have to talk about it. Well, so it's one of mine too. So yeah, I keep bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that you said that I wanted to circle back to because I think this is really important. I think what we do a lot of times in the Christian life, and then when it comes to like to serving and to like getting involved, we talk ourselves out of it because mm. we think we're not worthy. For sure, you know. And you've talked about how that's part of your story, and so I want to say that. So there's a, this whole process where where God is making us who He has created us to be from the beginning, and the fancy theological word is sanctification. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's that's the word. Um, and, and so, uh, but what I would say is sometimes we don't serve because we're not perfect and we forget that it is the serving mm. that God uses to make us perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the sanctifying thing in our lives. Yes. So we don't, we don't serve because we're perfect. We serve so that God can continue to make us that, yes. you know? And, uh, and I think that, thank you for sharing that. I think that's a really important thing for folks to hear. So funny is sanctification has been like a newer word in my vocabulary and I've been right. saying a lot here lately. Okay, and whenever good. I mess up or do something, I, I've been saying, well, thank the Lord. Sanctification takes time. Yes. Yeah. Cause yeah. I thought, you know, I thought I had to have it all together. I think it was, yeah. you know, I thought, okay, this, today I'm going to be, um, sanctified. Yes. You know, like, I'm, okay. It's done. Dude, here I go. I'm perfect. Yes. Now I'm ready. You know, and yeah, like you said, and, and, and also I feel like that's the goodness of the Lord because we can't, we can't, yeah. we cannot be perfect. Um, he wouldn't be able to use any of us. That's exactly right. Then that's exactly right. Yeah. And, and people with a personality, cause you, cause you're the kind of person who you, you, before you, you know, before you commit to doing something, before you kind of step out there, you want to, 
you want to have looked at it from all the angles. Mm-hmm. You want to mm-hmm. you want to feel totally prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to think, yeah, I'm going to crush this. Like mm-hmm. when you start mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. right? And and my wife's the same way. That and and it, that's one of the things that makes her so amazing. You know, so that's a that's a gift. It's not a you know, it's not a curse. But but the way that it can creep up and cause problems in our lives is we just we we end up not ever getting started on things because we talk ourselves out of it before we even get into it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, so I know there's people listening who that's kind of where you are. And what I want to say is, okay, you know, it's time to jump in, Mm -hmm. time to roll up your Mm -hmm. sleeves and just dive in because, Mm -hmm. because what God is going to do in your life in the messy doing is, is, is the beautiful work that he wants to do. Yes. And if we if we wait until we've got it all figured out, it will never do it, and we'll never experience whatever that you know, right. whatever that that uh, sanctifying is mm-hmm. that you know that God yeah. wants to do. So and find you an Anna that you can text and call anytime <laughs> you're anxious or worried about something, so she can point you to truth. Yeah. <laughs> or have a group of friends come and pray over your new group that you're nervous about before yes. it starts. Like yeah, that's like that's the kind of community that I've been so hungry for and again, would not have had if we hadn't, yeah. you know, stepped out in faith. Yeah. And if you hadn't walked through some of the things that you walked right. through. Right, right. Uh, so, you know, uh, I love, w- w- you know, you you mentioned before, you know, God didn't take your mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you mentioned that, you know, this, you know, that that's, this wasn't his plan mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. to have to experience mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to make sure that I say that too because I, I I believe that there I know that there are you know some streams of Christianity or, or or some things that people may have heard from folks who were well-meaning Christians that have them kind of picturing God as this person who like strikes us with these yeah. terrible things and you know and and I just want to say look I, I know the passages of Scripture that those people quote to mm-hmm. talk to say that they mm-hmm. believe that I you know mm-hmm. so I'm not trying to bag on anybody but I am saying I do want to say very clearly. I don't believe that. <laughs> uh, I, I, God, when God created this world, He finished. He looked at it. He said, "It's good." It's good. So what happened was we rebelled against His goodness, mm-hmm. and when we did, we uh, we ushered in, you know, uh, sickness and pain mm-hmm. and heartache mm-hmm. and death. That's that was not that's not how God created the world. You know, um, we did that. Yeah. And so now we live in this world where mm-hmm. those things happen. Mm-hmm. What the Lord God Almighty is doing in His grace and in His goodness is He is He is taking this twisted, messed up thing that we've done to the world and He's making it good and He's making it beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's something only He can do. Mm-hmm. And so He can take the loss of your child, the the gut punch mm-hmm. that that is. How do you ever get up off of the mat after that? Mm-hmm. He can take that and he can make beautiful things happen even, even from something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that he caused it to happen so he could do the good things. That's not right. what I'm saying. No. But he takes the darkness and the sickness of this world mm-hmm. and, he, and he causes beautiful things mm-hmm. to come from it. And, and here's what I would say too. And ultimately what he's doing Ultimately, as he is restoring this world to right relationship with himself, mm-hmm. one day, mm-hmm. one day, one day there will be no more death. There will be no more tears. He will, he will, he will have caused all things 
to return to right relationship with themselves. All things will be as they were created to be. That's what's that's what's that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's healing this world mm-hmm. as I, as we speak. Mm-hmm. And that healing is going to reach its ultimate and glorious conclusion mm-hmm. one day in the future. And we are all going to witness yeah. it. That's what's going to be so amazing yeah. and beautiful. Praise God for that. Amen. But I want you to remember that that's what God is doing, y'all out there listening. I want you to remember that. And it, it's hard to remember that in the dark times. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's really difficult to see the, the beautiful thing that, that God is doing. But, but, but what we can say, sitting here talking to you today, what we can say is, we we have seen the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. We have tasted and seen yeah. it. And we know that he's good. And we know we, 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 we've seen small examples of the glory that mm-hmm. he's producing in, mm-hmm. in, in creation. And, yeah. and, and we want you to know that. We want you to, we want you to experience that too. Yeah. It only happens in Christ, y'all. Yeah. So, okay, man, good stuff. Thank you for, gosh, thank you so thank much you for, for, for being here and, and, for, and for being willing to share your story. I didn't throw up. Oh. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. So uh, if you, if, if all of you guys, if you haven't, uh, if if you haven't met the Gower family like this, now's the time, right? So, uh, so uh, and and the the grief uh, the grief group that's starting. I'm so thankful for that. Um, if you missed it this time, don't worry. We're going to do this again. Uh, and uh, and like like we talked about, there's not there's no there's no time whenever you are. Uh, Whenever you have resolved your grief, it doesn't resolve. So, uh, so if you're dealing, if you're working through that now, you will still be working through it. You know, mm-hmm. a year from now, two yes. years from now, and that's okay, right? Yes. So, but 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 hang on, you're you're going to get to experiences. We're going to have more opportunities for you here. Uh, uh, but mo- most importantly, like um, you know, introduce yourself to us because because we have walked this yes. road, and we would yeah. love to. You know, even in the absence of being in a group, like we would love to just talk mm-hmm. to you, pray with you, and, mm-hmm. uh, and all those kinds of things. But yeah. um, say your loved one's name with you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Man, isn't it good to do that? It's good. I wrote a song. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll share it with you, and I'll. I'll, I'll actually put it in the okay. notes here too. But um, I wrote a song. Uh, it's called "I Will Remember," mm-hmm. and uh, I wrote it after a friend of my wife and I. Was a very good friend. Like really, he was part of her family. Like mm-hmm. I mean, her parents had pictures of him on their yeah. mantle. Like he was yeah. w- like their son. Um, and he, uh, in 1999, a, a crazy guy walked into Wedgwood Baptist Church in Fort Worth, Texas, and and killed eight people and himself on a Wednesday night during a see at the pole rally. And oh. and our friend Sean was one of the people who died. He had been. Mm-hmm. This is in September. His two-year anniversary was in December, and um, and and as I as we were kind of processing that loss, you know, he was just such an amazing guy. Loved the mm-hmm. Lord. He was the reason he was there is because he was he had a group of seventh and eighth grade boys that yeah. he ministered to, and that's why he was there. You know, um, but I wrote a song called "I Will Remember," and uh, I just I I just sang this song at a concert uh, and and dedicated it to Amy's sister. You know. Uh, but there's a line in the song. It, it says, uh, uh, "It says if if healing means forgetting, then I'm better off with all the pain I feel." Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's another line that says, uh, uh, "Everyone says that life goes on," and I know I believe that, but I'm not pretending you're not gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like no dreaming tonight, mm-hmm. realizing. I will remember you. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, I will remember mm-hmm. you. So that's 
That's kind of what the song's about. And, uh, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we do. We, we hold those people in our hearts. I don't ever want to forget. And, yeah. and yeah, it, every time I remember it hurts, mm-hmm. but man, the pain is a small price to pay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. For the memory. Yeah. yeah. So I will always remember. Yeah. And, and I want to say, say, say their names. I want to say Sean yeah. Brown's name, right? Yeah. I want to say, yeah. I want to say Melanie Brewer's name mm-hmm. over and over again, because those people were precious to me mm-hmm. and they still mm-hmm. are. You know, mm-hmm. they always will be. Yeah. So all the babies who didn't have names. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm going to introduce you to, to the, the Redmonds, Peyton and Allie Redmond. They, uh, they, uh, were expecting twins oh. and lost, lost one of the, the twins, mm-hmm. Scarlett, that, uh, was, was, it was born and she's gorgeous. You have to, like, she looks like a, not real. She looks like a doll, <laughs> right? But uh, but when they were in the hospital, right after after losing the, their other baby, you know, and I'm I'm blanking on the baby's name. It, she is mm-hmm. Hannah, I think was yes. her name. But uh, but anyway, they the hope for mommy's yes. group. So they, uh, you know, Allie was is fired up about getting involved with this hope for mommy's yes. group here in Lubbock. Yes. And so you guys need to connect yes. because she is and wants our church to be involved in. You know, yes. how can we like it wants to put a group of, of folks together here at our oh, church who have kind of been through some of those same experiences yeah. and, and let's, you know, make boxes and mm-hmm. let's do the things. Right. Yes. So so you need to meet her yes, and you all need to work together sure. on that. Yeah. But um, but I just, you know, uh, there are there are a lot of folks at our church who have been down this road. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the podcast at all. I mean, we've had several people who mm-hmm. that's been a part of their story. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so anyway, so, uh, so, you know, I know there are folks out there who mm-hmm. can, who, who can relate to that, who've been through that, or maybe who they're going through it now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just, we just want you to know you're, you're not alone. Right. Um, you, you are seen mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we love you. We care about you. There's a safe place for you yes. here. So, um, so, uh, anyway, thank you again for sharing. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. Happy to be here. Folks, we'll, we'll be back uh, next week with another amazing, fascinating, interesting guest. They'll have a, quite a high bar to live up to, but uh, <laughs> because uh, this is an awesome conversation, I appreciate you having it with us. But, uh, but join us next week, uh, and, and we'll have someone else on, on this week. This is just such a joy for me as a pastor to be able to do this. Uh, but until, until next week, we'll see you around town. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around town.